1: Hi there and welcome to our podcast, and this week at London Visited we go to Hatton Garden to tell you all about this iconic and well-known area for its jewellery in London. My name is Steve and each week I'll bring to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you've been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, London Visited to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. And now to this week's podcast. Hatton Garden is a street and quiet commercial zone in the Holborn district of London, abutting the narrow precipice of Saffron Hill, which then abuts the city of London. It takes its name from Sir Christopher Hatton, a favorite of Queen Elizabeth I, who established a mansion here and gained possession of a garden and orchard of Ely Place, the London seat of the Bishop of Ely. It remained in the Hatton family and was built up as a stylish residential development in the reign of King Charles II. For some decades, it often went outside of the main street by alternative name St Albans Holborn after the local church built in 1861. St Etheridge's Church in Ely Place, all that survives of the old Bishop's Palace, is one of only two remaining buildings in London dating back from the reign of Edward I, the 13th century. It is one of the oldest churches in England now in use for Roman Catholic worship, which was re-established there in 1879. The red brick building now known as Wren House at the southeast corner of Hatton Garden and St Cross Street was the Anglican church for the Hatton Garden development. It was taken over by the authorities of a charity school and statues of a boy and girl in uniform were then added. Hatton Garden is famous as London's jewellery quarter and the center of the diamond trade in the United Kingdom. This specialization grew up in the early 19th century spreading out for its more ancient center in nearby Clerkenwell. Today, there are nearly 300 businesses here in the jewelry industry and over 55 shops, representing the largest cluster of jewelry retailers in the UK. The largest of these businesses was De Beers, an international family of companies which dominated the international diamond trade. Their headquarters were in an office in a warehouse complex just behind the main Hatton Garden Shopping Street. Saharim Maxim had a small factory at 57 Hatton Garden and, in 1881, invented and started to produce the Maxime Gun, a prototype machine gun capable of firing 666 rounds a minute. Hatton Garden has an extensive underground infrastructure of vaults, tunnels, offices, and workshops. The area is now home to many media, publishing, and creative businesses. Surrounding streets including Hatton Place and Saffron Hill were improved during the 20th century and in modern times have been developed with blocks of luxury apartments, including Da Vinci House and the architecturally distinctive Ziggurat Building. The Hatton Garden area between Leather Lane at the west and Saffron Hill in the east and from Holborn to the south to Hatton Wall in the north was developed as a new residential district in the restoration period between 1659 and 1694. It rose soon after the residential developments in Covent Garden and was contemporary with those of Bloomsbury Square. It was formerly the site of the medieval palace, gardens, and orchard of the bishops of Ely during their city residence. The palace stood in the southeast corner, on the site of Ely Place. During the 1570s, Queen Elizabeth's chancellor and favorite, Sir Christopher Hatton, held a lease of part of the site and developed Hatton House to the northwest of the palace. In 1581, he obtained more permanent grant from Queen Elizabeth during a vacancy in the And after his death, it passed into the possession of Lady Elizabeth Hatton, the widow of Sir Christopher's nephew, Sir William Newport, who changed his name to Hatton. At her death in 1646, during the English Civil War, it reverted to Christopher Hatton, first Baron Hatton, a close associate of Charles II in his exile in Paris during the Commonwealth period, 1649 to 1660. The bishops disputed the Hattons' title, but under the Protectorate, Bishop Matthew Wren. Was a prisoner in the Tower of London, and the palace itself was sequestered to parliamentarians' use, and it was badly damaged. To raise money, Lord Hatton granted a long lease of the site in 1654, which became effectively permanent in 1658, though he retained the freehold. In 1659, John Evelyn observed Hatton Street, Hatton Garden Road, being laid out from south to north, hard against the west side of the palace, as the beginning of the new planned town district. Speculative builders took leases to construct tall and spacious adjoining houses to attract wealthy men at court, city officials, and country gentlefolk wanting London homes convenient for Clerkenwell and the inns of court. In this way, a varied but harmonious townscape with attractive detail of porches and interior panelling grew up on a rectangular grid of new streets. Charles' Street, a first called Cross Street, was laid west to east as a continuation of Greville Street and the Bishop's Orchard which the Hattons had laid out as a walled knot garden with a central fountain, lay north of that up to Hatton Wall. Hatton Street followed the line of its central path. By 1666, the year of the Great Fire, the development had advanced north to form two principal blocks up to the line of St Cross Street, then called Little Kirby Street. The remaining open land was used as a refuge by Londoners escaping the fire, which did not consume Hatton Garden. After Lord Hatton's death in 1670, the northern sector up to Hatton Wall was completed by 1694, in the time of his son Sir Christopher Hatton, 1st Viscount Hatton. Work on the Hatton Street Church, now Wren House, commenced in 1865. Great Kirby Street, parallel to Hatton Street on the east side, enclosed a central block with rear gardens backing. But in the northern sectors, Hatton and Tongue Yard on the east, and other small yards on the west provided access to smaller dwellings and coach houses. In the southern sectors, King Head Yard was similarly enclosed to the west, and to the east, Bleeding Heart Yard was developed near the palace. A great robbery in Hatton Garden occurred in late December 1678 when 20 men turned up at the house of a wealthy gentleman claiming to have a warrant to search the house for dangerous persons. After letting them in, the owner asked to see the search warrant, whereupon he was forced at gunpoint into an inner room and locked in while the intruders rifled through the house for its valuables. However, someone managed to escape and raise the alarm, and the thieves made a run for it. They were apprehended two days later while trying to dispose of the stolen property, which was recovered. George Brown, John Butler, Richard Mills, Christopher Brunker, and George Keenan were hanged at Tyburn for the offence on the 22nd of January, 1678. In 1685, the notorious informer and confidence trickster, Thomas Dangerfield, who was being returned to prison after a public whipping, was killed in Hatton Garden after an altercation with a barrister called Robert Francis, who struck him in the eye with his cane, rather to the surprise of the general public, who thought the killing was an accident. Francis was convicted of murder and hanged. In july nineteen ninety three, Thieves stole seven million pounds worth of gems belonging to the jewellers, Graf Diamonds. This was London's biggest gem heist of modern times. In April twenty fifteen, an underground safe deposit facility in Hatton Garden area was burgled in the Hatton Garden Safety Deposit Burglary. The total stolen may have had a value of up to £200 million, although court reports referred to £14 million. The theft was investigated by the Flying Squad, a branch of the Specialist Organised and Economic Crime Command within London's Metropolitan Police Service, leading to the arrests and convictions of seven perpetrators. Michael Flanders and Donald Swain, humorists in their 1960s and 70s, celebrated Hatton Garden's connection with the jewellery trade with their song of a sewerage worker, down below. Hatton Garden is the spot, down below. Where we likes to go a lot, down below. Since a bloke from Leather Lane dropped a diamond down the drain, we'll be going down there again, down below. In Ian Fleming's novel Diamonds Are Forever, James Bond visits the fictional house of diamonds in Hatton Garden where he meets the mysterious Rufus B. Say. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at Hatton Garden. And it's interesting to see that great robberies took place many, many years ago and not just as recently as we know about. Whatever podcast service you use to listen to this, please do subscribe to get updates on new shows and also please leave us some feedback. Please let me know any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts. And you can let me know through our website, www.londonvisited.co.uk. You can email me directly on londonvisited at gmail.com. Or you can contact us on Twitter and Instagram on at Or you can go through Facebook on At The London Visited. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon in the next one. Bye.
0: Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? Ew, seriously. They squeeze the grease out of the wool and process it with chemicals and then you eat it. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I got rid of products I didn't want anywhere near my body. I found that many multivitamins contained high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and even lacked some of the nutrients we actually needed. So what did I do? At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. Ritual's products are made traceable, meaning we share the science and sourcing for every single ingredient. For example, our vegan vitamin D3 comes from sustainably harvested lichen in Nottingham, England. Not sheep. We trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. See for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.